Welcome to Grid Nation. I'm Joe Cadwell, the host of the show. And in this episode, I have the pleasure of speaking with job site foreman, self-taught communication expert, and author of two books on construction leadership, Brian Lousy. Brian landed on the literary scene with a thud in early 2016 with his book, A Mind Reader's Guide to Supervision, in which he introduced the practice of managing construction projects by intentionally holding back production goals and expectations from his crews. In his book, Brian promoted a supervisory style that required workers to use their ability to mind read or guess what their foreman or supervisor's thoughts were in order to get their work done. Now, after selling nearly a half a dozen copies, he's back with his second work titled, Get or Did Dummy, A Guide to Leadership the Lousy Way. In Get or Did Dummy, Brian again introduces a unique and unconventional style of leadership by claiming that a crew's loyalty and respect can be achieved by using his hazing, belittling, and dismissive behavior techniques taught in his book. We'll open our conversation by learning why Brian wanted to write Get or Did and the philosophy behind it. Next, we'll discuss why Brian feels most leadership programs are a waste of time and why he invented the acronym RAGE to deal with conflict resolution on the job site and at home. Brian will then explain why effective leadership communication shouldn't rely so much on calm, rational, and respectful discourse, but more on the volume of your voice. And we'll end our conversation by learning why Brian believes derogatory name-calling on the job can be an effective tool in inspiring others to reach their fullest potential. After this episode, be sure to visit the show notes to find resources that will actually help you get ahead in your career. And now on to the show. Brian Lousy, welcome to Grid Nation. Hang on a second there, Jim. I got to put in a fresh dip. Uh, yeah, sure. No worries, Brian. Uh, and by the way, it's uh, Joe. Oh, yeah. Sure. Whatever. You ready to get this thing going or what? Yeah, yeah, you betcha, Brian. So uh, again, thank you so much for taking your time to be on the show today. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to talk with you about your books and the new leadership program you've started. I understand you developed it to mirror your own experiences in the trades. So what can you tell our listeners about why you started Lousy Leadership? Well, John, it's... Uh, hey, uh, hey, Brian, it's, it's Joe. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, Joe, it's like this. You know, over the past 30 years, I gained a lot of experience in construction I saw the industry change dramatically in my time. Opportunities opened up for all sorts of people to make a decent living doing what they loved. Yeah, I agree. It's a totally different world than when we started. Yeah, it is. Some of it's good. Some of it's not so good. You know what I mean? But with all that change, you know, some things just didn't need to change. Really? Like what? It's the way they're treating each other out on the job. They're just not giving each other enough crap nowadays. There's not enough yelling or name calling anymore. You know, heck, even hazing's gone away. So, you know, I said enough's enough, and I decided to change that. And that's why you started the Brian Lousy Leadership Program? Yeah, sure it is. You see, there's a lot of programs out there that claim to teach leadership, but none of them teach you what it's like in the real world. You know, these other programs want you to teach communication and collaboration and blah, 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 but not mine. Brian Lousy teaches leadership the lousy way. Well, that's an interesting point you got there, Brian. Um, you know, it pretty much goes against the grain of modern day leadership philosophy, though philosophy. You see, that that's the problem. The nice thing about my program is there's no philosophy. You either figure it out or I find someone else who can. In the real world, we don't philosophize. We point, we grunt, and we expect people to catch on. It's that simple. Well, that sounds kind of like the premise of your first book, The Mind Reader's Guide to Supervision. Yeah, it sure is. You know, I wrote that book to counter what I felt was going wrong in the industry. 
Gotcha. A rebuttal to clear, concise, respectful communication and leadership. That's interesting. I understand that book didn't sell too well. Why do you think that is? You done with that? What's that? Your coffee, you done with that cup? Uh, actually, I'm still using it. Why? I need something to spit in. Dude, you got a cup right to your right. Grab that instead. All right. Thanks. All right. So again, your book didn't sell too well, Brian. Why do you think that is? I think maybe it had too many words. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so now let's get into your second book. Get her did dummy. This book definitely took a different direction from the norm. Uh, why did you write a follow-up book and where did you do your research for this one? There was no research. It's like philosophy. I wanted to create a book that drew up on my experience of what it was like when I was coming up in the trades. You know, people treated me like crap. I remembered that and I wrote it down. All right. That's interesting. So go on. You see, I learned the hard way from some real hard asses. You know, four men who didn't give two hoots if you caught on or not. You know, like I said earlier, I had to keep up or they'd find someone else who would. Get or did is my attempt to pass down that kind of knowledge. It's not this kumbaya nonsense. Hey, Brian, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. Uh, I mean, sure, a lot has changed in the trades over the years, but I think one of the most significant shifts has been the attention given towards developing real leaders. People who can not only get the job done, but are good at communicating and motivating their people. I hate to say it, but your book seems to be perpetuating some pretty old school attitudes. Ah, bullpucky. You know, I checked out those other programs. 212, Lead Gently, Stir Fry, Breslin. None of them made any sense. There's too many words. There's not enough real action. Well, you do got a point there. I mean, most communication training does use a lot of words. It's kind of the point. I mean, how we use words can be the difference between building someone up or tearing them down. Exactly. That's why I try not to use them. You know, I'll let you know what I'm thinking when I'm good and ready. You screw up, you're going to know about it. Yeah, I kind of get that from looking through your book. I notice it's pretty much filled with pictures of you yelling. You're damn right it is. A picture, as they say, is worth a thousand words. Need I say more? Yeah, but I mean, how does that really teach anyone about leadership? I mean, seriously, here's a picture of you yelling at a fence post. What's that about? Oh, that's me practicing vocal projection. Lousy leadership relies heavily on your pipes. I believe the louder you get, the more respect you get. And that's pretty much the core of my program. Yelling is the core of your program. Yeah, it it works great. Man, once again, I hate to say it, I'm going to disagree with you. I mean, seriously, I've worked with a lot of folks whose default was yelling. It's never helped. It's always made things a lot worse. Hmm. I'm not sure I'm following. You know, yelling is a great motivational tool for me. I love seeing people pop tall when I get pissed. It's kind of a power trip. And that, Brian, seems to be the problem. I mean, putting people on edge does not make them perform better. Uh, Your book even has something called rage in it. What is rage about? Well, thanks for asking, Jeff. You see, rage is an acronym, R-A-G-E. It's a technique I created to deal with conflict resolution. All right. So now it sounds like we're actually getting to something useful. So what's the R stand for in rage? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You got to ease into rage. What do you mean? Well, here's the deal. Rage is used to deal with conflict, right? Sure. So first you need to find some conflict. Pick a topic to discuss. Work, sports, politics. It doesn't really matter. Eventually someone's going to say something you don't agree with. That's when you rage. So... Let me get this straight. You use rage when someone has a point of view that's different than your own? Exactly. Now you're getting it. Other people's thoughts just get in the way. Who's got time for that? So to answer your question, the R is for react. Don't worry about listening anymore. Forget about counting to 10 or taking a deep breath. Just react. 
It's that simple. So seriously, that's the R? Yeah. See, reacting is just the first step. Then it's time to amp up. And that's the A in rage. Sure. I mean, if someone's not agreeing with you, things are about to get real. Therefore, you need to get amped. Sounds like amping up is escalating the situation. I thought this was supposed to be conflict resolution. I hate to ask, but what's the G stand for? Get a gun? G means get close. Closer the better. Get right up in their face. You need to let whoever you're dealing with know that you mean business, buddy. Holy smoke. That doesn't sound too smart to me. It's almost like you're looking for a fight. (laughs) Well, funny you should say that because I once tried rage on my kid's karate instructor and that didn't go too well. Yeah, I imagine not. Kind of had to change the E up after that. So let me guess. After that conflict, you must have changed the E to something like engage in respectful conversation. Are you kidding me? No way. The E means time to explode. Seriously, you changed the E to explode? What was it before? It doesn't matter. What does matter is that you're now in full rage mode. Brian, that's about the dumbest advice I've ever heard to deal with conflict resolution. Well, I'll count to 10 and consider your point of view there, Jeff. This episode of Grit Nation is sponsored by T-Slub Industries, manufacturers of cutting-edge nanotechnology self-driving fasteners. Based in Yavle, Sweden, this innovative Scandinavian company has upended the European construction industry with their revolutionary technology, and they now have their eyes set on North America. Once considered impossible and in the realm of science fiction, nanotechnology is now a reality. You'll be awed and amazed by the speed, precision, and accuracy of installation that T-Slub cell fasteners are known for. When coupled with state-of-the-art Bluetooth technology, the voice-activated oscillator molecules embedded in the coating of all T-Slub fasteners will let you work literally hands-free. How cool is that, right? To hear more about what the future holds for U.S. and Canadian building trades professionals, be sure to listen to last year's April 1st conversation with T-Slub Industry CEO Stepan T-Slub. This episode, along with the entire Grit Nation library, can be found by visiting www.gritnationpodcast.com. T-Slub, changing the way the world screws itself up since 2016. And now back to the show. Brian, let's get back to this newest book of yours, the title, Get or Did Dummy. Don't you think that's a bit derogatory? No, I mean, not at all. On the job, I use funny nicknames for folks all day long, especially the apprentices. Hammerhead, Box of Rocks, Hey Lunchbox! It's all in good fun. They love it. Well, once again, guess what? I'm going to disagree with you there. I mean, name calling, that's a thing of the past. We need to be better than that as leaders. Look... You know, I call it like I see it. If a first-termer makes a boneheaded mistake, they should carry a name of shame around for a while. That's my style. Trust me here. I mean, people look up to the foreman and supervisors to set the tone on the job site. If you set a low bar, it's going to have a negative impact on the whole crew. I mean, as leaders, we need to be better than that. And that's why I started Lousy Leadership. That's not the way it is out there. People need to feel like crap about themselves to do their best. Look, I'm not advocating holding anyone's hand. I'm just saying our default shouldn't be to always put people down. It's got to be to help them up. I mean, belittlement, name calling, that's lazy and weak. Taking the time to teach folks to do things the right way, that's where hard work begins. Yeah, well, you might have a point there. I never really thought about it that way. You mean we actually agree upon something? Well, yeah, maybe I guess we do. You know, like I said, things have changed over the years in construction. Safety's a big deal now. You know, there's zero tolerance for drugs and alcohol anymore. This new leadership thing may not be such a bad idea after all. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. You know, old ways are hard to break, but we got to try. You know, I mean, treating apprentices like real people, it's not the worst thing. I know I made my fair share of mistakes. I know you must have made yours, too. Yeah, never. But, you know, you're right. We all got families to feed. You know, being in the trades is pretty damn hard as it is, and I reckon we don't need to make it harder by, you know, being jerks. Wow, that was pretty well said, Brian. Oh, thanks. So, Brian Lousy, what's next for you and Lousy Leadership? Uh, well, you know, sitting here and talking, I think I just found the inspiration for my new book. Really? What about? Transformative Leadership. Wow, that sounds pretty cool. What do you think you'd call it? Uh, hmm. Yeah, I think I'll call it Pull Your Head Out of Your Rear and Get Your Leadership Into Gear. I love it. Pull your head out of your rear and get your leadership into gear. Brian Lousy, this has been a fantastic conversation. I want to thank you for taking your time to be on the show. And for everyone who's listening, happy Happy April April Fool's Fool's Day. Day. My guest today has been Brian Lousy, author of Get or Did Dummy, A Guide to Lousy Leadership. For more information about leadership strategies that actually work or martial arts instructors near you, be sure to visit the show notes for this episode. You can also visit the Grit Nation website at www.gritnationpodcast.com. That's gritnationpodcast.com. Until next time, this is Joe Cadwell reminding you to work safe, work smart, and stay union strong. Thanks again for taking your time to be on the show, and happy, happy April, April Fools, Fools, everybody. <laughs> All right, we'll work on that one more time. <laughs> this going went pretty good, though.